Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. We're here. Good morning. We are. Got a bit of a delay. <laughs> we, we're not sure. There's so much weird stuff I, going Well, on. you know, technology. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'd, I think uh, what this morning. My, my Apple laptop needed to be restarted. Yeah. And so that, I'm I'm getting like some flack about that. If you're listening to Jared Halstead, I think she just said, and it to a Hugo, I mean, Hugo, Hugo this right. morning was like, or that yesterday. Beautiful, for those who didn't see it, there was a beautiful photo of the moon <laughs> that some uh, iPhone user posted. Fantastic. It's a beautiful, beautiful photo of the moon. It looks an awful lot like a tortilla. That's your opinion. It looks yeah. an awful lot like a tortilla, but yeah. Um, yeah so uh, I, yeah, but, but you know, I, I'm still an Apple user and will be an Apple user forever. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, good morning, Facebook user. Um, Hello, that's, Facebook That's that user one right there. It might be Bill Elizondo because for some reason his his uh, his name is no longer showing yeah. or something. I don't yeah. know. We you need did, to have go back in and wrong. do the thing. Um. So yeah, uh, what's been happening the last couple of days? Just lots of uh, yeah. There's been a ton, of course. We're coming off the short week and GR. Um, or good morning, GR. Moore. We're in the short week, I suppose you could say. But yeah, um, yeah GR Moore saying hello from yeah. Texas. Hey, yeah. he's uh, down south. Yeah, glad to have you here, yeah, GR. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. So we we got a quick update. We got um, we got Bill Neeland. Sorry, I'm fatigued this morning. I'm okay, so yeah, that is. Jim didn't sleep last night. So if he like doesn't Much. track, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's usually my, yeah. that's my shtick, but today it might be Jim's. So he if gave me, lost. he gave me like lots of good notes no, to no, follow. No. Yeah, yeah. If <laughs> just I in off, case. If I drift off, yeah, that's all you. So that he, that, yeah, we do. But, but Bill Nayland's going to be here on Friday. Yep. Yep. And, and we're um, teeing up a bunch of stuff for we the are. rest of September. Mm -hmm. So we'll keep I mean, you posted on uh, yeah. as those things fall yeah, into place. Yeah, we've got a lot of uh, really great topics and um, and uh, invites that are out there or going out there so that we can get the schedule for September mm -hmm. really dialed in. And panels are a fun idea, but getting everybody to the same place. Right, the yeah. So, so we, we figure it. that if we get two to three for yeah. certain things that we're going to just call that good. Yep. Um, uh, I'm shooting for three. We're shooting yep. for three. But if we get two and Jim, mm -hmm. then it's like a short panel. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's like a short, I don't know. I it's not a short bus. Um, so we dive into our topic for <laughs> yeah. the day. Happy so, White Hat Wednesday. Yeah. Or White Shirt Wednesday. Or White Shirt this, Wednesday. Yeah, in this case. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So we, we've got kind of two topics in one here. So mm -hmm. I'm going to beg your patience and we're, we're going to kind of take the slow road on this because you you've got two in one. And I think it's important to kind of understand some of the backstory is, especially as it relates to, you know, what you and I are doing and that's kind of a separate mm -hmm. subject in a way, but oh, yeah, we were talking this morning after we had already posted the subject that it's like, Oh, there's, there's, uh, um, some other stuff that we've talked about extensively, mm -hmm. um, in the broadcast that we did in March on, um, uh, Deal structure? Deal, no, that no. was not deal structure. You're talking about the enterprise value. <laughs> enterprise value. value. Oh, March, Thank yeah. you. See, I'm not tracking. Uh, uh. Um, and then we did this little video um, that was played before each session so that we knew that the, the panelists were, were like on the same track of um, 
the difference between being self-employed and being a business owner. So if you want to um, take a look at that, we've got all of the recordings from that on um, in the Institute, Buy Your Payer Institute. So um, that's really, really that if you're looking to take your business to the next, I mean, take it into like business. This is a business where you can step away and you, it, you know, um, and it can run and grow and um and improve without you physically being there that's a really good um good thing to watch so mm -hmm. enough of pitch about that so this is about kind of like the next step from being a business owner to well there's with, or, the, with the robert kiyosaki um you know there's the rich dad poor dad book out there that many have read i hear it referenced often and you know there's a there's a quadrant i think he calls it the cash flow quadrant and in that quadrant uh, you know you've got morning, employees right? You, you can be an employee, you can be mm -hmm. self-employed, you know, you, mm -hmm. you own the business and you're mm -hmm. self-employed, which is different than being a business owner. Because when you're self-employed, the business is very dependent on you. You're pretty much, uh, as part of what we talked about with our enterprise values, you're kind of tethered to the business. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you were a business owner, you could own that business and somebody else is running it and you're able to enjoy income from it without being in the building is kind of the way being I in the building it. all the time, but like being involved, but yeah. not yeah. being so in the building all the it's time. It's a difference in a way between being active and passive. I mean, mm -hmm. you can be an active or passive business owner, but if the business is dependent on you, then I would say that's, you know, and so if you still have to actively be involved. And, and there's nothing wrong with that no. um, because there's, I mean, this, this industry just creates a lot of potential for being self-employed and, you know, to, to like be the master of your own destiny, the captain of your own ship, all of those things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and for some, it's especially if you're newer and, you know, you're just getting your traction, it's, it's that's not something that can happen soon. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got a bit to build, but we see a lot of, um, and speak to a lot of dealers that are at this point. There's a, there's a lot of them out there right now. And I think it's because, you know, they talk about the generation of, um, you know, people come into the business or whatever business it is and they retire and, and things come in waves. And that there's a lot of business owners that came in, in the end of the eighties and end of the nineties that are like, I want to do something a little different. And so what do I do? And that's why we had that, that thing where it's like, do you want to have to be in the business? Do you want to have to, um, to be tethered to, if I'm not there, everything's going to fall apart. Um, or do you, or, you know, or, and what are your options? Because it was kind of like, do you, do you turn it over to your nephew? Do you sell? Do you, or, or instill certain policies, procedures, safeguards, the right people, and then let it just kind of um, run itself, kind of. Anyway. So I want to back up. Okay. Um, <laughs> all of that is important. Mm -hmm. I think in addition to that, if mm -hmm. you go back even farther, I, I, I've told the story many times about, you're talking about somewhere around mm -hmm. 1982, 1983. I'm sitting in the classroom building Dr. Choiki is my instructor for calculus and I'm sitting in the classroom building and I, I remember this. What year this. was this? This was somewhere around 1982, 83. Okay. So yeah. I'm a freshman or sophomore on the campus of Oklahoma State University. And I remember sitting in a classroom building in his class and looking out the window and thinking, man, 
I just want to be in business. Is somebody going to teach me how to get in business? I don't uh -huh. understand how calculus is going to help me get in business. And so it was always a drive to be in business. And I got to say, mm -hmm. one of the things that was a drive about being in business, being an entrepreneur, was I was always intrigued by the idea of creating something that would produce income even without me standing in the building. Like mm -hmm. that was always the intrigue. That was always the thing that I was driven to do. And also across my career, you know, I've shared that, you know, it's one of the beautiful things like I, when I meet young entrepreneurs who have, a, you know, mm -hmm. an interest in doing that sort of thing, I just always kind of share, you know, if you're a, if you're a surgeon, surgeon, as an example, somebody who mm -hmm. gets paid an awful lot of money and they typically get paid when they're on the job. They don't have the option to be like off and have someone else do it for them and make the money. And then you see these mm -hmm. massive surgery centers going in. Maybe some surgeon has turned, has created a business that doesn't rely on them being the one performing surgery. Maybe, but it could also be a business owner who's created the surgery center and hired the and surgeon the, and hired the surgeons. <laughs> so, so it could be that way. So I think this is the intrigue <laughs> yep. and this is the opportunity, certainly in buy here, pay here. We've got this amazing and, opportunity. And, and I want to say when, when Jim was in calculus mm -hmm. as a freshman at Oklahoma, um, OSU, OSU, go, go pokes, pokes. Um, he wasn't thinking cars or no, auto financing or any of that. He just is like, I want to be able to drive my own ship. I want to be able to in 82. Yeah. Yes. And I ended up being, um, it was, <laughs> I, and I managed to store for a few years, um, you know, part-time in school and, um, end up uh, becoming a partner in a business when I was 24. And, uh, that was kind of, supporting goods, pawn shop mm -hmm. business. But I think the part that's relevant here as it mm -hmm. relates to our buy here, pay here dealers that might be listening is like, when I look at our business and buy here, pay here, we have, we have tremendous opportunity. We have, we have almost have two businesses in one under one roof, which allows us, mm -hmm. it, it creates a little margin for error is the way I think about it. It takes a lot of capital. Yes. But profitability. And we hear this all the time. We see dealers go out of business that were profitable. Right. And they can sell themselves out of business, as I said. So mm -hmm. it's like you, it's a cash management thing too. But really the the main thing we wanted to drive for today when we talk about legacy and impact businesses, when I look at Robert Kiyosaki's quadrant, I see that self-employed, you know, employee, self-employed, business owner. And then the last quadrant we didn't talk about was investor. You can use your earnings from business and become an investor and you can earn money passively from from other businesses mm -hmm. that are performing, you can put mm -hmm. your your own resources to work and earn. And that's all beautiful. That's all wonderful. And it can even help create a legacy business. And we know many dealers in the buy here, payer business that have created what I would call a legacy business. Mm -hmm. so what do I mean by a legacy business? It, it's a business that would survive you. Or the impact that's of the business. Thing. That's a different thing for me. So when I think about you. legacy, legacy mm -hmm. is just, and so... In Robert Kiyosaki's example, let's take it out of sight and buy here, pay here. Mm -hmm. Somebody goes and creates a heck of a business, real estate business, mm -hmm. right? So they built this business and maybe it's going to be a real estate empire that is going to produce income for a family trust and for family mm -hmm. members for many years. That would be a legacy. It would continue to operate mm -hmm. even after they're gone. So that's part of what we talked about with our enterprise value day is how to create that so that the business is such that it would survive us. Mm -hmm. But this, but you're talking about, I mean, cause so then there's kind of like where you're coming from. There's two, there's two, um, opportunities in legacy. One is a business that will 
continue to perform, that can that really can perform without you there, that your kids don't even have to step into it because you've got a just a really if they don't want to, um, right. uh, that you've got a business that's set up that is, you know, and uh, an example of that, like, um, would you say America's Car Mart is one of those? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're, big, they're a public company. So yeah. they're obviously, they have executives mm -hmm. and they have a team. But the, but the original founders don't have to be there and the kids probably aren't running it. And it's just, if it's they are yeah. still involved. I think if they're still involved. Yeah. Had been through iterations. But I think the main mm -hmm. point about legacy companies, it'll be here after uh, you're you gone. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you created that business, then it continues to, it was, continues to function. It continues to produce income, which is a beautiful mm -hmm. thing. Now, if I want to go one more step, I would say if I can create a business that is going to outlive me and is going to make the world a better place. Okay. So let's, that's the part that I'm saying yeah. is missing from the quadrant. Because when I look at that thing and I think back to when I was a young man in calculus class, I'm thinking, you know, I don't, I wasn't thinking that way. I, I wasn't really, that wasn't where my head mm -hmm. was. My, my head was just how to create a living for myself and not have to work for somebody else. You know, it was kind of the, the, the drive. But that if I think about now, how can I create a business that will be an asset to the community? This is kind of the white hat tie in mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. That's a phrasing we use when we think about white hat way is when, when we can be a white hat dealer that is regarded by most everyone in the community, your chamber of commerce, your, your people that you do business with that you, in terms of other uh, service providers in your marketplace. Uh, your your customers obviously, so it's it's an asset to the community. It's an impact. It's a positive. An it's a positive, it's a positive impact, impact in business. the community. And, and so for me, yeah. when I think about in my own existence as a business owner, mm -hmm. that's the best case scenario for me. Is like if I know that I can have an impact during my time on this earth, and mm -hmm. I can create a business that will outlive me, and that will continue to have a positive impact in my absence, that's the best case scenario for mm -hmm. me. Somebody think, may have a better one, like, yeah. but for me, that's a beautiful scenario. I, I think, and that's kind of what we're trying to, what we're building is, mm -hmm. is a business that can, that can have a legacy impact. Um, I think even as a self, self-employed person, you can have, you can have an impact, um, mm -hmm. business. Um, and cause I mean, I give an example is, how impactful is it if you're doing scholarships for someone that's pulling someone into education and they have a better way of life than their family did? Right. That's an impact that is legacy. Mm -hmm. That's that's the kind of impact when you're when you're helping. I I, I um when we talk to Candace Price, um, uh, Nebraska, we're going to be having her on the show a lot. I think because I really just love her um, way that she's. Uh, impacting mm -hmm. but that her man goal is how do we help people buy their own home what kind of impact and you know that 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 can be too so yes yeah but there's there's lots of things there i think you know for me it's just like at the core mm -hmm. i just am thinking bigger you mm -hmm. know and that's what started to happen with michelle and me in uh in recent months and i would love mm -hmm. one day to come back and tell the story about how you and i are going from self-employed business and, and our business is very much uh, moving to a place where we, we're going to own a business, not just so much a uh, be self-employed and, mm -hmm. and working in our business. So, so our own story is going to be relevant in that regard when people can well, see the pieces yeah. that we have kind of put in yeah. place that allowed us to take that step.
Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing that I think a lot of dealers out there would be able to follow the same model, mm -hmm. you know, that we're sort of using for our business. And I've done it. Like I, the dealership that I owned for the first three years that mm -hmm. we were open, I was pretty passive. I mean, I was choosing to do some of the buying and I was going to an auction one or twice, once or twice a week, mm -hmm. but that was my choice. I mean, that was something I wished to do to stay involved. Uh, but the business had a good manager. The business pretty much ran itself. And, mm -hmm. um, and so I, I can say I've, I've been there. I mean, I've been as both a business owner and I've been active mm -hmm. and passive and, and business ownership. I, I have too. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. having crews. I, I used to own a, um, uh, caretaking second and vacation home caretaking company. And, and I realized when I got to the point where I was so busy taking care of everything, I was like, I need to hire employees and I'm still going to charge this much. I'm going to pay. And so I could be at home mm -hmm. and just make sure that they're out there doing their thing. And, and I was able to, to create income that yeah. way, but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. No, I think that's the big lesson for today for me mm -hmm. was the kind of the, the theme of, and not everybody has this desire. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't mean that everybody needs to think that way, but I'm also saying if, if that is in your realm of, of possibilities mm -hmm. and that's something you wish to achieve, then that is achievable. Yes. That's all I would really say is somebody's just like, I'm recognizing that it's absolutely possible. And through our industry in particular, we have a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of people who need our help as buy here, pay your dealers. Mm -hmm. And we have a chance to really have a big splash, yeah. make a big difference in our communities. And uh, so that's where I'm saying, I, I think dealers have an opportunity here to do all of those things mm -hmm. in the, in the realm of, you know, business, uh, create a business, create a, a legacy business, become an investor mm -hmm. and have a positive impact that will uh, be around long after you're gone. So it's like, yeah. that's, that's kind of what today and it's about. just, and it's also, you know, when you're looking for ways to be impact to impact, to, to have an, a lasting impact. It doesn't just have to be community. It can be your customer base. It can also be your employees. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what kind of programs might you have inside that for education, for, you know, um, sending them to go learn this or whatever and helping them improve their situation as mm -hmm. well. Because I'll tell you, if you do that within your business, that sometimes those that are, you know, um, new recruits new hires and you develop them in the business they can be your biggest asset for like in the future of of the person that's running the this or the person that's that's um you know uh, taking care of the that or whatever but mm -hmm. um but yeah take the opportunity to have impact also with sure. your with your team why don't we uh wrap up earlier today a couple more <laughs> announcements we got um why you laugh because uh, i want to go take a nap oh he's so tired i think I he's had I like four cups of coffee so far. I'm surprised he's not like this, no, but it doesn't um, happen with me. I don't know that. I've well, experienced that, but. yeah. And, and, and for those of you that, you know, know Jim, it's like, well, he doesn't look tired. Jim, this is Jim. This, this, <laughs> this is my side face. This is my, my bored face. This is, all this is his tired face. Yeah. 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 So, no, I think mm -hmm. for today we, you know, we covered the parts I wanted to cover. Yeah. I think we, you know, planted that seed for folks. I would just tell you a couple of things happened. Our, our episode, uh, a recent episode on um, APRs, like will APRs ever decrease? Mm -hmm. Will some dealers choose a to lower interest rates? A lot of people. Rate? There's been quite a bit of yeah. interest in that. Look yeah. for that to come back around in different yeah. ways. Uh, we're we're going to talk about that more thoroughly in, in terms of deal structure and mm -hmm. kind of how to navigate the coming years as, as we kind of go through a, sh a shift. Mm 
mm-hmm. in the buy here, payer space. So we'll, we'll continue to talk about that. We're being asked, asked to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that we'll, uh, you know, you, you can expect to see again, a reminder that we've got, um, Bill Nealon from TaxMax will mm-hmm. be here Friday. We've got several dealer panels that we're teeing up mm-hmm. um, that you can expect to see in the month of September. We've got some other things up our sleeve. Yeah. And then also I'll remind everybody that um, the Marietta, uh, which for those who don't know, that's Mid-Atlantic Region Independent Auto Dealers Association, mm-hmm. a multi-state um, organization. Their, their new executive director is our dealer friend, Tommy, Tommy Brandis. Mm-hmm. And their event is on September 24th through 26th, which did we determine that's um, Sunday, Monday, Sunday Tuesday? through Yeah, Sunday through, Tuesday. Sunday through Tuesday. So, and you don't have to be, you know, in that region to attend, but uh, certainly if you're in that region, it makes a lot of sense for you to be mm-hmm. there. So we would urge you to get And there's to there's no price difference between someone in the region and someone out of the region. Oh, to, to, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, okay, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty darn call sure. Call Tommy, I got his okay. name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, if you're up in that area and, um, uh, or just are looking for another opportunity to, to get some great education and to be able to, um, uh, collaborate with fellow dealers and, and learn more about some of the things that are out there in the vendor space. That's a really great opportunity. And then we, um, just coming up, those of you who are um, thinking about this, the they're calling it a dealer forum this year, the buy here, pay here dealer forum instead mm-hmm. of super forum. Um, that that is coming up in November, and that will be in Indianapolis. Indi- Indianapolis. I want to say November thirteenth through fifteen, yeah, but yeah. yeah, check that out. That's definitely going to. So be- that's specifically for. Um, it's one of the only conferences out there besides buy here, pay here United that is specifically for buy here, pay here dealers. Yeah. This is the fall mm-hmm. conference. It used to be NABD. Then it mm-hmm. was BHPH super forum. Now, now I see they're calling it dealer forum. So same, same basically yeah. fall track and this time in Indianapolis. Yeah. So I believe that be what there. they're planning on doing is a lot of dealer roundtable kind yeah, of format. Yeah, and so exactly. it's coming and, you know, sitting down with your colleagues and your peers with a, with a moderator and, um, you know, doing a lot of work on how a, it's kind of like a national 20 group meeting kind mm-hmm. of, I think yep. is what the format is, is going to be a lot about. Well, and like. before that event, October uh-huh. 12th. <gasps> oh gosh. Why did, yeah. October. Yeah. Um, it's 12th through 14th, I think. Let's yeah. It's 12th check, through but, 14th but, is um, LHPH, LHPH Capital. The summit. And summit. we will be there yeah. and we'll be broadcasting um, from, uh, from the actual conference and we'll be interviewing um, the, some of the speakers after they've finished their address. So Jim's going to be busy listening to their address and coming up with like, what are good questions that dealers might want to really to recap what it is that, that was just talked about. And so we'll be, we'll be broadcasting that live. live. When they come off of the stage, Mm -hmm. we're going to chat live from San Diego. So those of you have an interest in uh, leasing. And, And that will not be ticketed. So that will be something that we will be broadcasting oh, the, out. You mean the broadcast, um, yeah. yeah, the our broadcast this is not going to be a ticketed thing. This is going to be something that will be broadcast out for on all of our social media channels, um, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, um, all of those things. But I so. think a ticket is required for the LHP ticket is summit. to go to be there. Yeah. And so for those yeah. contemplating leasing, it, yeah. we think it's probably yes. going to be worth. Thank it you to for make clarifying that. Yeah. Our, yeah, our broadcast won't be ticketed, right. but to be there will be ticketed, and um and it's oh we we had the opportunity to visit the folks there um last month mm-hmm. and uh, saw where they're going to be holding it and it's such a cool area. Great. It really is such yeah, a cool area absolutely. in San Diego. There's just 
walk yeah. across the bridge basically from Petco Park where uh-huh. the San Diego Padres <laughs> play. But yeah, it's morning, uh, it's definitely a, uh, a a nice opportunity. I would say for those of you younger dealers, um, you really probably ought to have a hard look at leasing yeah. um, before you step too deep into buy here, pay here. I mean, th- yeah. they can both make a lot of sense, of course. So we just think- Well, uh, and Jim's been working on a tool that kind of puts them side by side and and is working with some of the folks at LHPH to to get that so mm-hmm. that it really does, um, it gives you a really good educated view. Yeah, because I've already been working work. on five-year cash flow modeling. Yeah. So, so someone asked, um, what is the video ref- reference at the beginning? That is on um, bhphinstitute.com. And that is the... Um, if you go into yeah. courses or yeah. products, I forget which, but that's it's going to be called the live stream on... Um, Enterprise value. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can find that. If you have a problem, just send us a message here. Yeah. We'll, we'll make sure Absolutely. you know where to find it. But yeah, good stuff. I think we should right. wrap up and uh, get Thanks on to the rest m- of our yeah. Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thanks so we much for tuning in. We'll see you again in. on Friday with Bill Neely. And we're hopefully Jim's going to be fully rested because then you'll be Let's able hope. to compare. Maybe I'll do a snapshot of what his face looks like right here. I don't do well on four hours. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic rest of your week. We really appreciate your support. Also, if you haven't already, go to YouTube, like and subscribe to our channel Um, there. It is Jim and Michelle Rhodes Octane Group and um, like and subscribe that. And then uh, then you're always going to have there's a lot more content about things that that, uh, Jim has done. Probably 10 15 so years worth of content there. That's so that, tired of hearing my voice over it's there. So great. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. Have a great day.